I am your host, Reed Sabi, and my co-host, Noah Feller. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Good to have you. Today we're going to be talking about stress and its effects on the body and ways to manage stress as well. So Noah is going to tell you a little bit about stress and what it is. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so for starters, stress is just your body's natural way of responding to any kind of demand or threat, um, either internal or external. When you sense danger, the body's defenses kick in and you undergo a series of processes that change your body's ability to react to these fight-or-flight situations. That's right. So stress is interesting because... A little bit can be helpful, you know, when you have something you need to get done, a little bit of stress can motivate you to do that. Um, But an overload of stress over long periods of time can actually have negative health effects. Um, So we're going to talk about that today. We're also going to share some stories in which stress affected us personally in different ways. Um, So I'm going to start with my story. Um, So... This comes from uh, about a year ago, and um, I was doing some work with my friends. We were uh, we had to get on top of a roof for this job we were doing, um, and there was this ladder, but the ladder wasn't quite long enough to reach the top of the roof. Um, so what happened was. I was with two other friends, and one of them went, and uh, I held the ladder. The other one went, and uh, I held the ladder again. And then uh, I went. There was no one to hold the ladder for me. So I started climbing up the ladder. I get to almost the top, and then I start to realize that the ladder is slipping out. It's moving slightly to the side, and there's nothing I can do. So I, and I start getting really nervous, um, and that's a reaction to stress. There's um, chemicals, adrenaline and cortisol that release, um, and what adrenaline does is increases the heart rate, elevates blood pressure, and uh, boosts energy supplies. And right there, super quickly, I realized there's this metal pole hanging off of the side and I jump from the ladder as it's moving and I grab onto the pole and normally I don't think I would have had enough strength to catch the pole but due to the adrenaline which increases strength for a short period of time I was able to grab the pole and hang on. Now unfortunately Adrenaline also has the effect of um, increasing sweat. So what happened was my hands began to get very sweaty. So I was slipping off of the pole. I was about 30 feet, maybe maybe 20, 25-ish feet above the ground. Certain death. So... 
I'm I'm holding on, but I'm slipping, so I keep having to you know move my adjust my hands, um, and I can feel my heart is just racing, boom 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 boom, um, my blood pressure is super high, but I'm strong and can tell I have a lot of strength, right? So what I do is um, I look up and I see that uh, one of my friends has his hand down. He's reaching out, he's trying to grab my hand. I'm about, the pole is about four feet from the top of the roof. Um, so I'm able to, uh, I'm able to push myself up, then with one arm reach up and grab his hand. And he pulls me up and I get my foot onto the pole and I'm able to climb up onto the top of the roof. And there, my, I can tell that the adrenaline is kind of going away, but I'm still like I'm I'm shaking, and for a couple maybe three or four more minutes I was still shaking. Um, I didn't really have the strength, but I had the, you know, heart rate was still there and everything, and that took about you know five minutes to really go away. So that was the adrenaline, kind of the. Uh, residual adrenaline um so would you say that gave you enough strength to hold on yeah yeah i think that would i think that did actually give me enough strength to hold on to the pull yeah i think it was otherwise i i don't know if i could have done it um and what cortisol does which is the other chemical that acts in that situation is it um increases the sugars in the bloodstream it enhances the brain's use of glucose, increases the availability of substances that repair tissues, um, and it also cuts off certain uh, functions that aren't necessary in the fight or flight reaction. So what it does really is functions as a natural alarm system for the body. Yeah, so whenever you experience a stressful situation, when your body goes into that fight or flight mode, you're experiencing a release of adrenaline and cortisol usually to alert your body and help it react in the best way possible. Um, so that was a good story, read about how those chemicals helped you hold on for your dear life. Thank you, Noah. Um, I, I also agree that was a good story. <laughs> so... Uh, my- my story is about um, how staying up from stress impacted my sleep schedule and how it really had an effect on my mental state throughout the day. So uh, for one of our classes, we had to do this huge research paper, like 10 to 15 pages, um, and we're given ample time to do it, like over a month. Um, but being a lazy senior, you know, I put it off for a while and ended up leaving the majority of it for the last night or last day, if you will. So um, I basically decided to stay home that day and just work as hard as I could all day until I finished it because I didn't have any other option. I was really stressed about it at this point because I let myself leave it till the last minute. Um, and my body was going through a lot of different uh, processes as it was happening, um, both mentally and physically. So stress can impact your sleep negatively because 
just when you're stressed about something like your mind's racing your body like it's pumping adrenaline and cortisol you know so you're sometimes even shaking if you're really really stressed um but basically i was just working on this paper all day and i stayed up as long as i could i was drinking coffee to help me stay awake and a mixture of all these things like honestly made me go a little bit crazy i stayed up the entire night working on this paper and finishing it um and the entire time my body was just pumping these chemicals into my bloodstream to keep me going and to give me the strength and mental ability um to be able to finish it um but obviously this had a terrible effect on my body you know it was extreme sleep deprivation because i wasn't i didn't sleep secondly um i was just exhausted you know i mean i guess that's sleep deprivation but i was exhausted from staying up and my mind was just so tired like it's unsafe to drive at that point so i was driven to school um by my mom because we were worried about my ability to drive because of how stressed i was and my lack of sleep so just from that example you can see how much it can keep you up you know stress was what gave me gave me the ability to finish that paper but also that was a lot of stress and i shouldn't have put that all on myself and that kind of acts as a segue into our next section which is management strategies for stress um obviously the first one going off of that would be just to get a lot of sleep um it's recommended that we have 8 hours of sleep a night at least um kids or adults so it's very important that we sleep as much as we can to make ourselves able to avoid stress um and make our lives easier yeah um some other stress management tips would be to keep a positive attitude this is really important because stress can really be exacerbated by the um by pessimism, you know, if you keep thinking this is the worst, uh, like my life is over, um that kind of thing, it really just increases your stress. So keeping a positive attitude, trying to look at the bright side of things can really have a positive impact on your stress level. Um another thing would to be accept that there are events that you cannot control. So this is important because sometimes people get caught up in controlling every little aspect of their lives um and you know having this overwhelming sense of control over everything and that really doesn't exist in anybody's life so um what you have to do is just accept that there are things you can't control and i think uh this can help you be a lot happier and just learn to deal with stress instead of trying to fight it. Yeah, one thing I think also helps um help people feel like they can control things and this is a strategy I've used to help my stress levels is to just make a list of whatever you need to do or whether that be an outline for a paper that could be very helpful just breaking stuff down into easier segments for yourself to deal with makes the stress it doesn't seem as overwhelming at that point and you're able to work your way through it slowly um and that's one of the most effective strategies i agree making a list can be extremely helpful um some mornings i'll just wake up and i'll make a list of everything i have to do 
for that day and I can feel immediately just a load off. Yeah. I just feel way better. You're much um, more in control at that mm-hmm. point. Another thing um, you can do is to exercise. Uh, this can really help. If you're stressed, um, going outside and running around or even um, you know doing some push-ups or something like that really takes your mind off of stress and puts that energy, that adrenaline and cortisol into um, more productive uses um, and can really just calm you down. So that's a definitely a good stress management technique. Yeah, so it seems like what I'm getting from all of these, Reed, is that going back to what you said earlier, stress can help us. Um, like in your situation with the ladder, you know, mm-hmm. um, you needed that boost of adrenaline and cortisol to pretty much save your life. Yeah. And I mean, mine wasn't exactly a life or death situation, but I definitely saw the effects of how stress got to me, um, you know. Right. So I think it can be beneficial in small doses, which is what you were saying. But too much stress can really be harmful for us. Definitely. So I think that's what we learned from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, We hope to see you back here next week. Goodbye.